Welcome to our podcast. Talk to me, sister. I'm Kathy. And I am Sarah. And we are twin sisters documenting our surrogacy journey, discussing women's health, motherhood, and all the details that led us here. Our mission is to not only educate and inform, but to spread joy and hope through our story. Thanks for following along. Guys, we're so excited for this week's guest. We have been wanting to do an episode on following your dreams and dreaming big. So being from Nashville, it seemed fitting to have a brand new country artist, Hallie Kearns on. She's young and fresh and sweet and falling in line with some of the biggest female country vocalists. Literally in the past few weeks, we've watched her climb the charts. She's a songwriter right here from our hometown, Nashville. Hallie debuted her EP in 2020 with three hit singles. Hallie has already made a big splash worldwide with the EP reaching over 3.7 million collective streams. She just released her single called Plans just two months ago, and it's been in our heads ever since. Columbia, Missouri native and just 24 years old, we are seeing incredible momentum behind her. We can't wait to discuss her music, Nashville, rise to stardom and pursuing your dreams enjoy welcome guys to talk to me sister podcast we have hallie current with us today hallie we are one so excited because we're all in person together in our podcast studio we're huge fans of you hallie congratulations number one just on your success this year and just your recent success we're going to get into kind of what you have going on lately and coming up around the corner cool. in a little bit. But um, Kathy and I sadly have literally no musical bone in our body. So we're like, <laughs> you're in a great city for it. <laughs> we're in a great city. Um, I will say our birth dad was a songwriter and a musician, but we never got any of the that streak. We never got it. And our stepdad who raised us and really like nurtured us is also like in the music business. Mm. But we Christian did not music. pick up a thing yeah but so we admire we've you. been around the music yeah. yeah our family's very musical but we've very... maybe it'll be passed on to your kids or something i hope i hope charlotte is a star maybe you could be her mentor <laughs> i would love that thing more than that honestly not like she's a little spunky thing anyway she's so pretty funny can i tell you a really quick story about charlotte because i've been I listening that, yeah. to your ep like on repeat in my car and i don't listen to kids tunes anymore at, at some point i mean sometimes i do but yeah, sometimes yeah, i'm like okay she's four she got four full years <laughs> she got four full years it's mom's time we're listening to mom's music anyway so your song i drink whiskey it's her favorite song <laughs> like enough of this children's stuff we're getting straight into the alcohol charlotte <laughs> so your ep was kind of like going through all your songs and then that song came on and it says i drink beer and she, my husband loves like a five o'clock beer after work. And she, she's like, dad drinks beer. So she says, dad, do you play daddy's song? Oh my and I was like, I can't wait to tell Hallie if she knew Stop. that she was, um, that the toddler crowd was, you know, a big oh, fan no, of hers. Yeah. <laughs> this is so great. And she's in the back. Oh, I'll, probably, I'll send you a video over text, but like she gets so into it. So maybe she'll be a country star. Oh, that's I'm so like cute. really hoping so. Um, Anyway, we're huge fans. I'm a huge fan of you. Big fan. So is Charlotte. You're so fun. And I would like the listeners to know also that Hallie's here with us in person. Yes. Yes. Which we have not done. We've had had lots of Zoom calls, lots of 
lots of Zoom calls, lots of just online recordings without mm-hmm. even seeing people. Yeah. And this is so much fun. And we, we really are excited to have someone from Nashville, from our hometown, to talk about some Nashville stuff. Yeah. Because we, we always say we're from yeah. Nashville, but people are like, you're missing this whole <laughs> John Ren yeah, community. No, so, so we're great. Well, Nashville to to is you. close to our hearts because we grew up here. We love music. We love country music. And we, Kathy and I really wanted to do a... Um, episode on like dreaming big and following mm-hmm. your dreams so we'll touch on that in a second oh, but we were so like good. oh you're like the perfect person <laughs> thank you yeah I uh I've been missing the in-person interviews and meetings and just get together so just even coffee meetings and that sort of thing so it's so good to be back and I also talk with my hands a lot as yeah. you can tell so it's like it just doesn't convey the same way over zoom <laughs> like to, to do it in person so. I know it's, it's so awesome. much harder on zoom um, well, speaking of in-person stuff, and we are going to jump into like your career and what you're doing mm-hmm. later, but are you starting to do things in person in terms of like shows or? Yes, slowly. It's been, it's been really cool watching things slowly start open back up again, but, um, I've played probably six shows now back in person and it started off, you know, they were at capacity or like had half capacity or whatever. And, right. Um, the last show I played actually was at full capacity and sold out. So that was really cool. Like oh, it just had awesome. that full crowd. No one was wearing masks. It was just such a good feeling. Congratulations. To, to be back at it like that. Wow. And what a time to come back into it too. I feel like people are probably so even more excited mm-hmm. to be at live events and seeing live music yep. than ever before. So that's so fun. You're doing more live shows. Yeah. It's coming great. up. We're going to talk about great. that in a second more. But so your EP has been on repeat in my car and um, I always look for like crazy similarities and like signs and stuff so I thought this was cool you released your EP on our birthday December 11th wait did did you know that's my birthday too no it's not you're joking it's my birthday it's December birthday? 11th <laughs> oh my gosh um I am 100% shook I was I was honestly freaking out because you released your EP on our birthday but it's your yeah birthday. I did that on purpose yeah I was supposed to release it in November and Kathy, I actually was this like is crazy. We, oh my <laughs> this has happened amazing. a couple times. This has happened a couple times. It's a very special day. We should have a joint birthday. We should have a party. Um, <laughs> oh uh, we should be, be a party. We should have a party. You should be the musical guest. <laughs> no. I mean, we're the guest to your party. <laughs> I'm going to crush y'all. So what, we're yeah. trying, what we're really trying to say is please invite us to your birthday. That's <laughs> wild, you guys. Yeah, Ooh, I was supposed to so release crazy. this in December, or in November, and I decided, we, I always release on Fridays, and it happened that my birthday is last year. It was on a Friday, so I thought it'd be perfect to release my first EP on my birthday. This is so fun. <laughs> this is awesome. We had another oh, guest recently. Twins. Yes. We had another guest recently where triplets. her husband was triplets. Had our birthday as well. And I feel like December 11th is kind of just like a random, I don't know. I, I just, have not met many people with my birthday. I haven't either. Ever. I mean, um, that's really, really cool. Another weird one is Kathy's obviously pregnant with my baby, mm-hmm. and our embryologist had our birthday December 11th. We were like, I think so the universe like, is just putting us all. I know. I feel like we were just meant to all be little Sag babies. Yes. Sag <laughs> season. I I knew we liked you. Oh my goodness. That was <laughs> so much fun. Oh my gosh. Well, we're gonna talk about your music and all the stuff, but we want to know about your background. You're from Missouri. You're a small town girl. Mm-hmm. A lot like us Tennesseans. So tell us about growing up there and what does your town think of your success yeah um I grew up in Columbia Missouri like you said it's a college town which is super 
it was super fun growing up there because I got that small town feel whenever I was young, but as I got older, I got to kind of venture into like the campus area and the downtown and everything. Um, but I loved growing up in Missouri. It was a really, really, it, it, just, it feels a lot like Nashville, honestly, in the way the community is and in the way people treat each other and just the culture of it all. It feels a lot like it does here, which I love. People are very personable and very approachable. Um, but yeah, I grew up there for my first 18 years. Then I moved to Kansas City for um, four years after high school. Played out like crazy, just booked a bunch of gigs and played anywhere that would let me in. And then moved to Nashville in March of 2019. Amazing. Well, we're glad you're here in Nashville. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. You I, so fit Nashville, too, I feel like. Yeah, oh, thanks. You I fit in where you should be. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Like, you don't fit in here at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it's like a no-brainer that you're here. But, yeah. Yes, please yeah. don't leave. I actually had no intention of moving to Kansas City whenever I did. Um, my family moved there right after I graduated high school, which is why I followed them. But I thought I was going to stay there for, you know, two, three months, make my dad happy, kind of just, he, he wanted me to take a little stepping stone before moving to Nashville because I had never played a show before. <laughs> yeah, and so I was like, okay, I'll go there for a couple months, and I ended up staying for four years because wow. I was in such an awesome circuit of shows and everything before, before Nashville. Yeah, so it probably fun. prepared you a lot. Yeah. It did. It did, for sure. Dads know. They know yeah, best. Dads always I know. always think they don't. And then they do. They do. Yeah. <laughs> you like, do. Dang it. You oh, my God. Why you always have So, about your background also, mm-hmm. you have four sisters. We are mm-hmm. two we of have, four. Yes. So, we have four sisters as well. Oh, you have three sisters. You're one of four. One of four. Four. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, which is so much fun. We love the sister life. It's so amazing being one. I, I Brothers who. Like. <laughs> brothers who. Uh, our dad is definitely a girl dad, so mm-hmm. yours is too. Same, same, same. Crazy. Another similarity. I know. Love and it, love it. So tell us about your family. Like, do your parents or your sisters, are they musical as well? No. Um, I mean, yes and no. I was going to start with my mom, so no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my mom. It's all right, mom. Love her to death. Totally tone deaf. Completely tone deaf. <laughs> I just cannot <laughs> sing a note to save her life. Um, she's... Amazing in a lot of other ways, just not musically. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> my dad Some of is, us are like that. <laughs> right? My dad is a, he's a great singer. He never did anything with it, but he, um, he sings around the house all the time. He's constantly making up jingles too, which is, I think, where he really shines musically is his um, jingle writing. Oh. Like, <laughs> maybe he should do a jingle for our podcast. <laughs> we will, honestly, yeah. honestly, yes, get a Kevin Kearns jingle. Yes, um, I love it. He's always making up funny little songs and just, he's a, complete goof um all three of my sisters are very musically inclined none of them are doing it as a career choice but um they can all play different instruments and they're very great singers I wish they would sing more actually because we actually talked growing up about doing an all-girl band with the four of us and we're calling it L2H2 because we have our names all start with with two L's and two H's so uh, that is a dream. That's I mean, so L two H two, which is super like two thousands pop sound. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, get out I your bet. butterfly clip. Right. Oh my gosh. Like, exactly. Your sparkly jeans. Your sparkly jeans uh-huh. with the rhinestone. <laughs> I bet you guys did some killer like talent shows. We didn't actually. I'm what? Not, we never took advantage of that, but a lot of at home performances and that kind of thing. For right? sure. I was gonna say set friends. up the camcorder. Right. Yeah. <laughs> get that thing rolling. Yeah, we did I too. Did that we're not, too. <laughs> we, we're, we're not necessarily musical, but we we have we a some, fair share of like um, Spice Girl videos that we mimic. Oh, we did a lot of recording. 
Yeah, yeah that's, we probably thought we sounded a lot better than we did. The hairbrush microphones. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. my gosh, that's so fun. <laughs> so let's talk about music. So I'm gonna say it right here. I usually have a really good vibe about people, and I think you're gonna be like bigger than life star. Mm-hmm. Kathy and I were talking the other day about MySpace. Do you remember MySpace? Oh yeah. I remember MySpace. Did you have a MySpace? I think on the, yeah, I definitely did, but I think it was towards the, the tail end of MySpace. It quickly transitioned oh into Facebook. I was yeah. going to say, it was like a hot second when social, it's mm-hmm. going to age us, but um, my friend Evie, I remember, she sent me Taylor Swift's MySpace, MySpace, like the song via MySpace. It was the Tim McGraw song. It was like kind of before she blew up, and I remember her being like, um, she's going to blow up. I'm obsessed. And anyways, we had the same conversation about you the other day. We were like, we we have a good feeling about this one. Um, can't get your songs out of our head. That's so, amazing. Yes. Shout out to Evie. I know. That's amazing. I know. We're going to say it first on Talk she to Me She's an like, avid listener, too. So she's going to hear her name and oh, good. freak out. Yeah, we she'll be like, oh, I know. We do love her. Um, her parents are also in the music business and stuff. So I feel like she has a good ear. Anyway, well, she predicted Taylor Swift that early on. That's, that's yes, pretty. That's so pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, she did. <laughs> She's one of those people um, like, oh, I discovered her before she was. But like, literally, that's but she did. I know. I know. I think about that. And I'm like, oh my gosh, she has great such an ear. Um, anyway, so you write your own songs. I do. It's, been, mm-hmm. it's so cool. Um, I love, love your song "Shoes to Fill." Thank you. That's my personal favorite I've ever. Written. Is it your favorite? Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it hearing is. that. Well, I played it in the car the other day my husband was driving and I feel like he teared up because he has a little girl and Aww. the whole song is just super sweet I want to hear from your perspective like how did your dad react to that song I'm sure he bawled crying yeah. like what's the inspiration yeah. behind the song and tell us a little bit about yeah. it it's so sweet my dad is the most amazing human in the world he literally is my best friend um, and that's the same for me and my three sisters um, we all feel that way about him. He's just been there for us in every single way you can imagine. Um, but he had no idea I was writing that song. And I've always, always, always wanted to write him a song that kind of did our relationship justice and really just put him, just honored him in the way I've always wanted to. But I, I tried a couple different times and they always came out just sort of cheesy and just not, didn't come out the way I wanted them to. But I wrote this song and I wrote it two other daddy's girls in town, Morgan Johnson and Kaylin Robertson. And the three of us were just sappy that day and just crying and it just Aww. poured out of us. But um, I knew as soon as I wrote it that it was going to be on this album. It would probably be a single, which it ended up being in October. Yeah. Um, and I told him that I have this song. You know, he heard the other four that were going to be on the EP. He's like, why aren't you showing me this one song? I'm like, oh, you're just really going to like it. You're really going to love it. It's like super your vibe. It's just the production's awesome. And just kept kind of underplaying it. That way he wouldn't catch on that it was about him because he's very, uh, he's just sneaky like that. So. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Did he know what, what the title was at all? No. Like, no. He didn't know anything about the No, song. I just told oh him, gosh. I was like, it's just not going to be, like, I want to see your reaction to it. Like, I know this to be very, like, this is my hit. Like, just kept, like, changing yeah, the like, storyline. going to be number one on the charts. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. So uh, he actually took a trip to Nashville with my baby sister, London. And I told her, she had heard the song. I think I showed her like a work tape of it. And I told her, please be recording from the back seat of my car when I play it for him. And she did. And I just was like, okay, I'm going to play the mystery song for you. And I just turned it on. And, you know, within the first verse, he understood what it was about oh. and where it was going. And he's crying. I'm crying. We're just, we're sobbing together. It was, it was so special. Um, and London got it all on video. So I naturally 
took that video. That was a super sweet, intimate moment. It's supposed to be between the two of us. And I shared it with the entire world on TikTok. <laughs> he's, like, going <laughs> viral <laughs> with his tears. Yeah, and he's just Aww. so, like, he was, I didn't even tell him. He's out TikTok or anything. But um, <laughs> later I was like, yeah, it's blowing up on TikTok. And he's like, you put me, a grown man, <laughs> like, crying on a like, he's probably like that was like a vulnerable moment exactly, exactly. Oh, it's so but, real though yeah, that song special. is just so like it's so relatable it's so heartwarming I to anybody about really it. to anybody so I love that the video of him probably reacting is probably what like everybody needed yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, also feel... I wanted to show off the man behind the song yeah you know? like, this is our relationship that this isn't just written to write it because it sounds good like this is written about someone and that's him you know i also feel like he does have big shoes i mean like whoever comes into yeah. your life like your future husband your partner like you know yeah. i don't know if somebody's in your life right now but i feel like it's like such a sweet lyric for somebody to realize yeah. that they do have big shoes to fill yeah someone put it as a gentle warning one time they're like oh, i think like the song's a gentle warning to your future person and i yeah. i told them like that is exactly what i want yes. it to be like it is kind of like a caution. Yeah, yeah you're like, mission accomplished. Yeah, you do yeah. have big shoes to fill. Yeah, don't oh, even try to step up. Because it's, he's just, he showed me and my sister so well how we deserve to be loved and valued by, by yeah. someone in our lives. So mm. it's just the bar's really high. The bar's yeah. really high. You said mm-hmm. you're, um, you just said that your dad likes to write jingles and likes to write, has a little musical. So do you think you guys would ever like write a song together? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I mean, he like, be singing about like Popeye's chicken or something. Okay, like, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. You're like, uh, I'm not gonna release that now. No, he's but. just a goofball. Every like, if he's doing a household task, he's singing about it. Is what I mean. Oh, like, I see. It's not much of like a writer, writer, but <laughs> he actually does. You know, he writes me these little sweet notes and stuff. Like, be thinking on something, and he'll write it down and just give it to me later. Be like, here, I wrote this, whatever. And and I have those things like framed in my room, and they're so sacred oh, to me. It's so special. Love but us. but he just you know, and all the things, all the advice he gives me, and the way he is and speaks about the world and stuff is always inspired by music. Yeah. I mean, this I have a tattoo that is his handwriting. And what? Yeah. That. What does it say? It says then what? Um, it's in his handwriting. He actually hates tattoos. So it's hilarious that I got his handwriting tattooed on my body. But um, <laughs> he so has much. said that to me my whole life. And it's just, it was, especially when I started pursuing this music thing, he always asked me what my then what was. Um, meaning, okay, why do you want to do this? Because I want to write these songs and like relate to people through that. Okay, then what? Then I want to tour them and play them all over the world. Okay, then what? Then I'm going to sell out all these, and I'm, you know, 16 of these conversations. I'm going to sell out everywhere and have all these fans. Okay, then what? I don't, I don't know. He's like, you got to figure out your then what? Because if it's something that's resulting in, you know, just fame, or if it's for money or for fame or success or whatever, it's going to be fleeting. It won't feel fulfilling in the sense of like finding doing something because you love it or because you feel called to do it so it's just a good reminder to stay on track whether it's in a relationship or with a friendship or yeah in my career just remind me to stay true to my intentions and true to your intentions that's solid and advice your too yeah purposes exactly and it's on my guitar hand so it's kind of cute where oh, i can yes. see it when i'm playing <laughs> i just now noticed that i'm like yeah. it's so it's little it's dainty makes me want one right there too that's cool and it even just in terms of like pursuing your dreams yeah like not to settle what's yeah, next exactly and stay staying grounded and staying true to yeah. you know why you're doing music and yeah how you're touching people hey guys we are excited to share with you our new partnership with your superfoods not only do they have great tasting product but they are on a mission to help improve people's health through the power of plants 
I fell in love with their superfood and plant protein mixes after I was diagnosed and started my lifestyle change. One of the founders is also a cancer survivor, which is why I came across their story. I make a ton of smoothies and my daughter Charlotte loves them too. Your Superfoods is 100% plant-based, no sweeteners, no soy, no dairy, gluten-free, and non-GMO. So you can purchase with our code SISTER15 and you will receive 15% off your purchase, any purchase, not just your first one. So go to YourSuper.com and use the code SISTER15, S-I-S-T-E-R-1-5, for 15% off your order. Go grab your superfoods. Um... So obviously you have a lot of inspiration behind a lot of your writing and just like your branding and just Mm -hmm. as a whole, there's so many incredible women, um, in country music and even right here in Nashville. So I think you told people recently that your biggest inspo women in music were like Casey Musgraves, you know, Maren Morris, Kelsey Ballerini. Mm -hmm. So out of all the women, even the ones I didn't name, who would be like your dream collab? If you had to name one. Yeah, it is super hard to pick just one. I would probably say Casey Musgraves. Um, Yeah. Just, she's inspired me in so, so, so many ways. I grew up listening to, like, you know, the Dixie Chicks and Martina McBride and all that. So that's, like, a heavy, heavy influence from when I was young. But I, since entering into writing my own music and performing and that kind of thing, she's been a huge inspiration of mine because she's really done a great job carving her own path and turning country music into what she sees it as, which I think is really beautiful. She's not trying to fit into like a certain mold of what country music's supposed to be, but instead just takes the stuff that's on her heart and in her soul and like translates it. And yeah. it just turns out to be country music, which is so refreshing, I think. Um, and something that I personally want to be doing as well with my music. I don't want to try to fit into like a country music mold mm-hmm. and copy someone or, um, try to look a certain way or dress a certain way in order to fit into what country music is. I want to let that be super ever-changing and just flowing and and let life take me where it's going to and also just write music that I love. And I think she does a really good job of that. So I think that would be a really cool collab for sure. And also her branding. Like, we can talk about her branding all day long, but it's just... so good. It's so good. And I am a super visual person, Mm -hmm. so matching that sonic sound to... The visuals is so important to me and having my songs translate from what they are sonically to visually is something that I am really passionate about I think she does a great job of it so all around I just adore yeah I also feel like you've done a really good job at it too like your branding is super spot on and kind of like is marries really well with uh your lyric and your sound thank you and I just love like your recent kind of branding with plans (laughs) and all the sparkles Mm -hmm. we obviously love pink and just the whole vibe, I all think. All things girly. All yeah. things girly. Give us all the <laughs> pink too. and the sparkles. We're huge fans. Yeah. Hallie, we're going to switch. I have a question for you that's not music related. And then, of course, we'll get back into music because we have so many other questions. But in this in this time where you're blowing up and your schedule's probably super busy and you are probably feeling pressure by the all the online presence that you have to be for all the people Mm -hmm. 
I would love to know how you center yourself and keep yourself grounded. Sarah and I are advocates for women's health, mental health, physical health, spiritual health. So I'd love to know how you do that in this crazy season of your life. Definitely. I think it is a remembering and forgetting of remembering to put those things first and prioritize those things above anything else. But then also you, you go through weeks and days where you forget that stuff and, um, and you have to remind yourself again why it's so important. And I think I'm the number one person who is going to forget that stuff firsthand if I have a busy day ahead of me. Something that really, really helps me um, is just plugging into my quiet time, whatever that looks like. Um, my faith is something super, super important to me. So having that community of people, whether it be through my church or just people I can call up um, and talk through that, or just my quiet time in the morning with my Bible or, or just journaling and taking time for myself and my spirit, that is something that helps me tremendously. But um, like I was saying, I am the, one of the first people to put that aside. If, if I have a busy day ahead of me, like, oh, I have to be at this appointment by 8 a.m., so it's okay, I'll just do that later this evening or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, and just keep pushing it off. But I've realized days that I think I'm getting ahead by removing something like that. I am tremendously slowed down and just prevented from, I think, living that day to my full potential because I didn't prioritize my my alone time or my quiet time. Um, that, But, yeah, I have a really good community around me. I have great friends. I have the most incredible family. They're supportive in every single sense. Um, and I feel like I really have surrounded myself with people who love me for who I am and not not what I do or what my days look like. So that is definitely what keeps me the most grounded right now. I love that. It's so yeah. important to start your day off that way. Mm-hmm. And I do think it can go on the back burner a lot. And yeah. it is trial and error for so many people. It's like, what did I do wrong today? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I've got to start my day slow. So I think Absolutely. that's such good practical advice for people too. And for like young listeners. Definitely. Yeah. Was, yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, you're good. My word of the year, I, it's my first year I've ever done one, but my word of the year was grace. And it's because I am so hard on myself when it comes to that kind of thing. Like my perfect day would look like waking up at 6 a.m., having my quiet time with my Bible, going to the gym, coming back and journaling, having a really healthy breakfast, and, you know, just all these perfect things that you're supposed to take off the list that just your days rarely, rarely look like that. And if they look like that, you're usually not getting a lot of work done. <laughs> yeah, right. If that makes sense. There's not a lot of that. So. I just, having that grace I have towards others on myself has been a huge, huge thing I've been working on this year. And I think that's probably the most important thing. You're not going to get every single day right. And there are going to be days where you can't do anything but go through the Chick-fil-A drive-through three times in order to feed yourself. There's going to be be a lot of that. But It's such a good word. It's such a good Mm -hmm. word. Grace and giving yourself like you said, to you, like you give it to other people. Yeah, yeah. And Sarah and I, we, we talk on the podcast a lot about how our faith is important to us. So I'm glad you yeah. mentioned that because I think a lot of people make time for exercise and make time for meditation and make time for, you know, morning deep breaths. But if we really don't get down to really what grounds us, yeah. then it's hard to make all that other stuff count. Yeah. So. And I think or it can just be like a task. Yeah. yeah. And I think it also like allows you to give other people grace and yourself grace when you kind of center yourself and take that moment to yourself. I think that's Absolutely. such a good reminder for listeners. Yeah, I'm much more and patient when I start my morning slow. I know. It's like, like it allows weird. you to extend grace yeah. to other people more, I think. And it's a good reminder for me. You know, we've, we've come off of a really busy week this week and we just recently said like, oh, we just need like a day. Yeah. Just a breathe, a breather mm-hmm. to shut off social media and just have some quiet time. So Yeah, and if you can find ways to take that one day and spread it out through the seven of the week. Yeah, right. Or even just 
allowing yourself that day if you need it. You yeah. just be like, you know what, I have these things to do today, but they can wait till tomorrow. Tomorrow's kind of like, it's fine. Just our personalities are like overachievers. Same. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm thinking, we just did like an episode on the Enneagram. I'm like, what Enneagram what are, are you? you? I'm a 1-3. One, 1-3? Three. One, one three. Is it a 1-3? She, she's a 3 when she tests. But also her one is really high. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. like, you know how I've tested yeah. twice. Yeah. But basically I'm an, um. Perfectionist. Perfectionist. Yeah. That's me. <laughs> yep. And I'm a seven, eight. Okay. Really so you're like a, a, a enthusiast. Yeah. So which one are you? I'm a two wing three. Are you two wing uh-huh. three? Yeah. Okay, so you're we're both threes is the one that's perfectionist achiever. or achiever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also Hallie is a people pleaser. Yes. I'm a helper and she's a, a helper. Achiever. Which is probably another reason to unplug like from yeah. socials for you so that you're not trying to Yes. yes. And even more Please. than that, like people I'm even more so that way with just people I love dearly and it's my favorite way to be. Um I want to change it for the world and I'm not trying to sound like all high and mighty or like whatever. It's yeah. just I all I want to do is like help and nurture and make things better and a lot of times people are like I don't need that like get off my back you know yeah. like my little sisters especially they're like hey mom don't need that like back <laughs> off you know but yeah. um I can definitely take on the weight of other people sometimes and that can be you know even more draining like I have everything on my own plate and then trying mm-hmm. to take on other people's burdens which sometimes isn't completely necessary you have so, to find a way yeah, yeah sometimes <laughs> you don't need to do that and achieving their burdens I like, say, it also <laughs> leaves you pretty depleted too when Absolutely. you like are ready to focus on yourself yes so mm-hmm. I can relate to that for sure yeah. yeah so does songwriting continue to be a stress reliever for you do you like find peace in songwriting or now that it's your career is that more at work or is it part yeah. of your centeredness I've had days of each and I think it comes down to where I'm at in my career like if I know I'm I have a project coming up that I need to write for um then I think it can feel a little more stressful a little less therapeutic but usually the idea of it is what stresses me out but once I'm actually in a write it it just can't stress you out it's so it's such a magical process and so it's different every single time and ever changing and I just love that about it so it does help me a lot especially once I'm already in the room and the idea is flowing and everything's moving it feels like dopamine like it's just like yeah. this beautiful release of whatever and um I love that process but definitely the idea of it can stress me out sometimes because it's like, oh, well, if I don't write this song, then what am I going to release? And if I release this, is that the right thing? And it just, it can spiral into a hundred different thoughts. But I really do think that um, overall, it's something that I love with my whole heart. So that makes sense. Yeah. I think getting started for so many people is the hardest part. Right. <laughs> okay, so I have a question about songwriting. Yeah. Do you work on a song or write a song over the course of like several months to a year? Or are you like the type that will like stay focused and crank it out? like super quick it depends on the song it, it really is different every time which is strange but yeah usually you have segment and write so it's like a three to four hour block of time that you're okay. sitting down with your co-writers and working on that song okay but it is weird it was a training process for sure learning how to co-write and sitting down and being like okay I have to get creative between 11 and 3 today yeah, like it's so a weird for an artist mm-hmm. it's like being like yeah turn it on now especially because like we said before we started recording I'm a huge night owl so a lot of my thoughts come to me like know 1 2 a.m or like yeah. late night like I'm in the shower and I'm like oh this is the thought like this is a song idea and well I can't go me up with my co-writers right now and write this so you have a notepad by your bedside table oh I use my notes on oh, my phone yes, yeah, uh-huh. I do. but um a lot of voice memos too like little melody ideas and whatever I really like to get a strong concept going mm-hmm. and figure out where that hook's lying in a song and then 
have my co-writers come help with like padding it all, but that's how I like to enter into a write usually. So, cool. so fascinating. Kind of it's structure. so fascinating. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's weird. So back to music. Now that we've, we know kind of your stress management. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, well, we're always so interested. Like, yeah. so interested, but it's good takeaways. Yeah. So. so, so much has happened lately, like even in the past couple months mm-hmm. in your career. And is there like a pivotal moment where you were like, oh, it's happening. Like, is there mm-hmm. a moment that you can, that you felt oh, it's tangible? all my dreams. Or about to happen. Yeah. Or yeah. like it's feels like this is it. Like it's turned. Like the moment has shifted. Yeah. Um, I think there have been a couple. And again, I keep saying this, but they really do come in waves. It's not something that, you know, it hit and then I felt like that ever since. There are up days and down days. And that's kind of the career I've entered into. It's very high highs and low lows. Um, even if the lows aren't actually low, they can feel low in comparison to the highs. It's a weird, weird journey. Yeah. yeah. But... I think when I had my song, Whatever You Do, it got put on Hot Country on Spotify, which is the biggest country playlist you can be put on. And I'm an independent artist. And I think at the time when I got placed on it, I was the only completely independent, like no publishing, no record deal. Um, And when that hit, I realized like, oh, like I I can actually do this. I can, and I cried like a baby, of course, (laughs) anything a little bit past normal emotion that I have tears in my eyes. <laughs> it's just like, um, but that was a huge moment. And then following that pretty closely was, um, a couple months after that was Sirius XM. And I got put on the highway. That was that phone call. Even just having the conversation with the program director was insane, but then actually getting added to that station felt like, okay, he doesn't owe me anything. I don't have any connections to anyone in this industry. There's no money behind this. There's no reason that these things should be happening besides like the grace of God and yes. me having my hands completely off this. I, I, I realized in that moment, I truly have zero control over the way any of this plays out because mm-hmm. there's not enough work I could have done or contacts I could have made to make everything line up the way it did. Um, I can obviously work really, really hard and dream really, really big, but I couldn't have forced any of that. So watching those things kind of unfold, I'm like, I can really, I can do this. And not because of how much I overwork or whatever, just because something's aligning to make sure, like it's telling me like I'm in the right place at the right time yeah. doing what I'm supposed to be doing. So wow, those I, two things. That's super powerful because you're right. We try to control so much. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. And <gasps> we're so, like, so fun. the threes and okay. eight. Yeah. Like it's very much, yeah. you like to have your hands on things. Mm-hmm. You like yes. <laughs> I like to know what's like to get ahead. <laughs> I like to know that I'm in control and I like to know where like how it's going to end. Yeah. And so it's oh, like, yeah. sometimes it's hard to just like get trust. It. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. To, yeah. yeah. Trust. And that's not something that comes naturally. But I think yeah. it's also really cool. I'm kind of glad I'm not in a career that allows me to control too much because I don't think, I don't know. It's a it's a good ch- like character building thing for me too, where it challenges me constantly to let go of some of that, and it forces me, <laughs> literally forces me to grow out of it. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you're forced to it. Yeah. Uh, those moments are you'll never forget those. No, moments. I, know, I won't. I'm like for for hope whole career you'll always remember that okay so we're getting to like the second half towards the end of the podcast okay we're going into rapid fire questions oh fun okay Okay, so these can be (laughs) short and sweet answers or they can be lengthy whatever you want to do but if there's a question that you know you don't want to answer or you don't know what to say just say pass um but let's start okay number one 
So tell people what's next, what's on the horizon for you, what's something people don't know or do know that we can keep an eye out for. Well, I have a lot of video content that was kind of unexpected happening this year, which is going to be really fun. A lot of music videos and a lot of um, fun collabs and that kind of thing. Um, I haven't been as video focused with these last couple releases, so that'll be really cool. And then a ton of music coming out this year. I'm just going to keep rolling out the same news and keep the new music coming. I feel like your stuff is like, it's going to be anything coming out this summer? Yes. Okay, yeah. Yes, we have themes going on. Kathy and I were like, her music is so like windows down. Yes. You know, just jean shorts. My uh-huh. hair's wet from the pool, and I'm like yes. blasting. That's like the oh vibe. my gosh, that's yeah. such a cool one. Hair's wet from the pool. I love that. <laughs> I'm stealing that. So funny. <laughs> uh, so funny. Okay, but it's so true. Um, okay, so Kathy and I do vision boards every January. Mm-hmm. We're big on like, what do we see for this next year? Um, what do we envision? What are our wildest dreams? We put it on there. So, okay, don't be shy with this question, oh, but okay. what would be, like, your crazy fall on the floor, like, wildest dream that could come true in 2022? Like, what would oh, be, like, the coolest? Awesome. Um, it can be wild and, like, crazy. but like, it has to be, right? Sometimes <laughs> I feel like if we verbalize things, it, like, comes mm-hmm. up. I don't know, it just, what would be, like, the craziest, wildest dream? That Definitely could Opry. Yeah, I think playing the Opry. <laughs> yes, and I really think I can make that happen. I'm not trying to sound oh egotistical or whatever. I just uh. really think, after the way this year's played out and like the things that I thought were the craziest dreams that would never happen have happened, I'm like, you know what? Forget it. We're just gonna send it Maybe fully. The Opry. Bro, when Opry. you play the Opry, we will be there. Oh my gosh. Uh, we'll be front row, and we're going to just kind of claim it right here, right now, yeah. that Opry 2022. Or, or maybe before. I was maybe say, before. We just started. <laughs> well, not really. We're halfway through. Yeah. <laughs> but hey. Uh, <laughs> we just started six months in. Yeah. Like, what day is it? Um, we're going to claim it. That was my yeah. second question. I mean, my third question, actually. What's your dream Nashville venue to play? So, yeah, it has to be the Opry. Yeah. It has I mean, to she's, be Bridgestone. Yeah. Would be after that. Yeah. Probably. But Ryman would be, as in Ryman would be kind of cool, too, just like from the history of it exactly that's kind of operating rhyme and are like those oh. tied for we'll see you at all we'll tradition. see you at all but see you can pack out the bridge down for sure yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah um i feel like this next question is like similar to what we just asked but what's something that no like your fans listening what would be something that they do not know about you it doesn't have to be music related that's a hard one. Oh, that is a hard one i try to be super transparent, transparent yeah with and authentic just to I think country music's a cool genre because it, it's way, in my opinion, way more relatable than some of the other genres mm-hmm. as far as, like, I don't want to be any kind of separated from my fan base. I want to feel yeah. super, I want to feel like a friend after you listen to my music and you look through my socials and you, or you meet me in person. I forget that's kind of an option now again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to feel like a friend. I don't want to feel like a, like a. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I didn't know you had a tattoo on your wrist. Okay, that's was, one. I have that tattoo. Was, we go. Um, your dad inspired and his handwriting so that's cool i'm trying to think of something cool that's not like super weird i have a chihuahua at home <laughs> not, do? Home. <laughs> not yeah. in nashville but at and, and yeah like grew up with a chihuahua what's Aww. his what's his name he's disgusting his name's pico i love him with all my heart <laughs> <laughs> pico wait can pico be our mascot pico, pico, pico is here so I love too. he's 14 now <gasps> yeah oh um he is Wow. Is, he, is he doing okay? It is your dad? Is my home? dad hated Pico. Like oh. he, my older sister Lauren, she brought him home, and 
he's a little puppy. He's right after my parents got divorced. <laughs> he's like, we call him the divorce dog. Because um, it's one of those things like, you can't say no. You guys yeah. just got divorced. You can't say no to They're him. They're like, like, we're sorry. Yeah. We're sorry. Everything's like, falling apart. apart. Here's a puppy. Exactly. <laughs> oh, it's like, here's this dog. My dad's like, we're not keeping a chihuahua. Like, we will not have, like, yeah. I understand I have four girls, but no to a dang chihuahua. Like, cannot do it. And sure enough, he stuck around, and my dad is wrapped around a chihuahua. Like, it's hilarious. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> it's so funny. He's the worst, but he's, like, our greatest love. He's honestly, like, anyone outside of our family would be like, that thing is <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> oh, that but, is yeah, I love him. Like, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's such a good answer to that question, because it, it's the cutest. We can, like, picture you growing up with Pico. A little, little black chihuahua. <laughs> Okay, next rapid-fire question. What is your favorite guilty pleasure song to blast in the car when you write yourself? Oh, I love sad music. Yeah. Fun fact. Same. Um, Sometimes it's good. It's really sad. random. Do I, Luke Bryan? Ooh. Good one. So weird. Good I don't one. know. It's a song yeah. I just, I can play that song all the time. Yeah. So and it's on repeat on a playlist yeah. for you. Yeah. I love that. Really weird. Kathy, what's yours? I don't know the, uh, this answer to mine, but... I don't really know the answer to mine either i usually go back to like some old school stuff mm-hmm. from high school days like avril Levine. like good old avril <laughs> oh i was kidding <laughs> i know i literally thought her good old like third eye blind <laughs> oh yeah you know gosh, yeah just like old school <laughs> like jams. the first third eye blind album the very like, first number one the red cover yeah, yeah. Because you, it's when you go back to those, you know every word, and you're like, "How do I still remember this?" It's literally been fifth like grade. Sure. Yeah, the brain just like remembers. Yeah. Obviously, you have like a good feeling. I feel like that's a good song. Like your songs do this. Like people that are listening, like even your older fans, younger fans, you remember like the season you were in when you heard the song. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So like people are gonna girl. like even like the summer 2021 where like things were getting back to normal and like we were loving life. They're gonna be like, "Y'all remember that song by?" Oh, I hope my first album doesn't remind people like, oh, we were all locked in during COVID. Like, no, there, it's going to be their escape. Yeah, it was yeah, their escape, that's 100%. Cool. Good songs are people's escapes, that's why. Okay, let's see. Oh, this is a fun one, not music related. Um, your song, I Drink Whiskey. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be a mix, it could be a whiskey drink, but what's your absolute favorite cocktail? Favorite would probably be like a Tennessee Mule. I oh, love a so Moscow Tennessee Mule. Um, before I, if I'm gonna sing, I usually don't drink whenever I'm gonna perform. But if I'm gonna have like a drink after a show or something, um, it's a whiskey water orange, no ice, which is super psychotic, and I know that. But it's not really whiskey water delicious. orange. No, actually, that sounds delicious. It's like it a watered fresh. down old fashioned, basically. Okay. Yeah, it's not great it's just one of those things that i can kind of sip drink on it and it's good on my throat kind of thing but mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. if i'm like having a girls night out we're on the town i'm partying we're going yeah. for it tequila soda lime yeah oh yeah that's yes. big tequila girl tequila yeah, yeah. tequila <laughs> soda lime i feel like that was my go-to girls yeah. out drink it's yeah. been a while sarah since we've done a sarah used to get vodka water and i'd be like oh okay, that's that's <laughs> insane yeah, that's, that's not okay that was like in my 20s high life uh-uh. Yeah. Uh-uh. No. I switched to tequila at some point. You did. Tequila soda You did switch. Life. We did yeah. tequila shots birthday. December birthday. Yes. Can we do a tequila, tequila shot? You guys, I'll be not pregnant, so. No. Oh, we're going to do double shots. Yeah. Yeah. Double shots. That's right. Double. And you'll be, like, far enough postpartum. We'll be, yeah. like, ready to roll. We'll be ready to roll. <laughs> um, okay. So, I think we've gone through the rapid fire questions. I think we're wrapping up here, which is sad, because oh. I feel like we could talk forever. I know. Um, so, let's see. 
you've been quoted to say that your best advice for people is mm-hmm. to just get out of your own way. Yes. And so we're talking about dreaming big, following your dreams, people listening. Um, what, if you could tell like all the women and the girls and like your fans listening and everything who are just ready to go for it, it could be music, it could be any passion yes, of theirs, yeah. you know, any dream, um, expound on that get out of your own way and like what would be some piece of advice you would give them i love that yeah i think it really does apply to so much more than just a career path it can be in whatever area of life but just i'm a huge overthinker and a huge people pleaser like we kind of hit on i and i think the best advice i was given was just to remove just get out of your own way that's the best way to put it like stop overthinking don't hold yourself back. Exactly. Like, it's, don't be your own roadblock. I think I do that for myself sometimes. Definitely. I think yeah. everyone does to some extent. And it's so easy to get caught up in, in fear and in insecurity or comparison or whatever and just allow yourself allow yourself to quit living because of that. And I think the quicker you're able just to live the way you want to live and regardless of what people are going to say or think or whatever, that's what helped me just kind of really start this whole career path was just... Yeah allowing myself to get out of my own way and just really dive into what I love regardless of how people are going to take it. I love that so much. I think it's just also goes on to that whole like fear aspect of like Mm -hmm. fear. I like have fear, fear of failure, like what rejection, rejection. And so I think when we lay all that down, crazy things happen. Absolutely. You're such a good example for that. We're so rooting for you. Thank you. We I'm are so. You. Thank you. Yes. You guys are amazing. I mean, I just love that you're on our podcast. Can't wait to air this episode. This has been it's, such a fun time. Yeah, it's been so good. It's really fun to have somebody in person. I know, and we're gonna probably air. It's got to be edited, but we'll probably air this episode in a couple weeks. Um, but can you tell the people listening, um, like where they can find, like where they can download your music, yeah. and you have a music video coming out. Tonight, today, right? today, oh, today, yes. today, yeah, yeah. Today. Which I think by the time this airs, your music video will all be out. Yeah. But tell everybody like where they can find you, your Instagram, you know, like where they can download your music and all that stuff. My website is just my name, HallieKerns.com, and then all of my socials, whether like um, from music streaming platforms or social media platforms, it's just basically Hallie Kearns on everything. Okay, awesome. Hallie Kearns. Well, guys, go download, stream, purchase her album. Mm-hmm. Let's fill in Bridgestone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fill up Bridgestone. Yes. Bridgestone. And gosh, we're, we're so, so excited, excited to see yeah. what's on the horizon for you. Thanks, and thanks for being I'm here. I'm so with excited us. for our birthday in December. I can't wait to do a bill <laughs> celebration with her. Yeah. 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 And babies yes. and, yes. and maybe a combination, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> Or lack thereof, babies. Yeah. No more. Well, I mean, but I physically here, yes. Oh, yes, physically here. And hey, maybe by then you'll play the opera or have it lined up. So then we could be like, cheers to that. That's amazing. Um, we're so speaking. Oh, well, so well thank you for being thank here. You thank you for coming to visit us. And uh, we will keep an eye on, keep an eye on you. Perfect. Bye, guys. Bye, everybody. If you have been listening along to the pod, you know we love high quality vitamins that are worth your time and your money. Seeking Health vitamins are our favorite because they are not synthetic and they are easily absorbable. We have a new coupon code exclusive to our audience. It's 10% off your first order from seekinghealth.com. 
So use our code talk to me sister for 10% off. That's talk to with the number two me sister for 10% off. We will link all of this information in the show notes. Enjoy. <laughs> 